From the Mount Smart faithful to the bandwagon supporters and everyone in between, we share a special bond. The Warriors. And who better to talk about the team we love than a bunch of nobodies? Let's go, because this is Warriors Anonymous. Oh, man. Welcome to Warriors Anonymous. What an interesting time to uh, <laughs> what an interesting time to talk Warriors, man oh man. I was just thinking before this podcast, if the Warriors roller coaster was actually a real roller coaster, I don't know how many people would fall off that thing every week. But anyways, <laughs> my name is Jared Cronin. Welcome along to what's going to be a I think a fairly interesting episode because we are coming in hot, like pretty much straight after full time. So hot. Uh, in the, the game against the Sharks. So uh, let's bring in the boys. First of all, we've got Daniel Farakura. Hey, bro. I know it's uh, Mother's Day as well, bro. What have you been up to? Oh, you know, uh, kia ora whanau. Um, yeah, uh, mum's here. has had a great day. I saw my mum for lunch, which is lovely. Um, and yeah, it's been netball practice and a bit of football kick around. So... Um, just what, by the way, is this the Cronulla Sharks Anonymous podcast? My second favorite team. <laughs> second favorite team. Can I just talk about how good they were? And <laughs> <laughs> mate, you say you say what you like tonight. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> We've also got uh, Monita Sauce. I understand, bro. You had a, a good um, family dinner involving your mum and, and everyone else. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, had actually had Isaac over with his uh, girlfriend from uh, Japan. It was good to meet her for the uh, first time, and just had um, mum and dad over for dinner before they head off back to Cambodia for nice, for a wee while. So that was good, and then happened to catch um, most of the second half. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> No, you turned it on. Oh, boy. Just as it was getting real good. <laughs> um, now, you mentioned that uh, Isaac is, uh, is is off with this lovely lady. So this week, we've got a new member on the podcast. Uh, I actually, in the lead up to this, I had a little kind of gag about, you know, the Warriors aren't getting the spoon, but Warriors Anonymous are <laughs> getting the spoon. And now it's just all falling flat because we could probably well get the spoon. Um, but anyways, we've got our own spoon, Jared Spooniewood. Welcome along to the podcast, bro. How are you going? Kia ora, boys. Uh, yeah, I think feeling the same as everyone else, but uh, a bit deflated. I feel like I've been given a hospital pass. But I was really, I was really looking forward to coming, uh, looking forward to coming no. on the pod. And, uh, <laughs> you know, don't worry. You're not going to replace uh, Cambodian and Vin Diesel quite yet. Uh, so, <laughs> I feel like I've been. I feel like Reese Walsh after their head high. <laughs> yeah. oh, it can be a poison chalice this, okay. uh, this little podcasting game but <laughs> oh bro um, Daniel I uh, I was thinking of you uh, in the lead up to this uh, kickoff today because I did notice that the slickometer may be broken I don't know but uh, Nico Hines' hair actually wasn't that wet or slick so um, mm. but yet he, 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 he put us dry. to the sword man what, uh, what's yeah. going on there have we got a yeah, bit of faulty um, yeah. you know, equipment yeah before I kick into that man um, uh, thinking of you bro and happy Mother's Day for you bro with your mum so uh, up up there so all, all good bro um, uh, thank you bro uh, yeah actually it got really greasy when he had to um, mm. basically control the shit, living shit out of us which to his credit he did so, um, but he played two positions uh, and just showed 
basically showed his opposites even how you control a football game. Yeah. Mm. And it was really a, a football game that we should have been controlling uh, because we played a good 60-odd, yeah, just over 60-odd minutes uh, with a one-man advantage. Uh, and then uh, then we had a 10-minute spell where we had a two-man advantage because obviously Will Kennedy was sent off um, and then Jesse Ramian was Sinbin for a period. But yeah. we kind of, we, we came sort of good for a little bit after Kennedy went off. Um, and what happened from there, Moneta? We, we fell off. Well, um, we weren't running up the middle or keeping it simple. We're trying to draw players in. We were just running side to side, basically. China, you thinking there was an overlap straight away, and we just kind of went sticking to a simple game plan. Game management was terrible. <laughs> I've got to be honest. If you, you look at Nico Hines and the way he controlled it for their team, especially with 11 men at, at some point, yeah, he did fantastic. But then you look at our side, we just... I think everyone should be accountable for their performance. I'm still a bit in shock, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I think a lot of us are too. And uh, uh, I guess it's good that we've, you know, <laughs> the podcast is sort of some weeks it's a celebration and other weeks it's a support group. So <laughs> I guess we know which category we're sitting in this week, fellas. Um, now, Spoonie, bro, <sighs> how on earth do we just go completely off task when we're basically, you know, being given a gift uh, seemingly, and, uh, and and it made us worse. I think what it did is made the Sharkies better. I think the Sharkies really showed up and they really stood up for each other and the Warriors didn't do that. They just, yeah, I'm not too sure what happened, but they, as Moneta said, it was like they lacked someone to lead them and you saw that Nico was just leading that team. The Fords, you know, they had a lot of experience in their Fords and they just went about their business the whole 80 minutes. They did not stop. And every time they got a little bit of a sniff, they just got hungrier. And I think we lacked the hunger, lacked the speed and, yeah, just a bit of direction. We just weren't held together. There was no glue there that was really holding the team together and, and helping them move forward as a unit. You did right. I mean, it's... Um... <laughs> Daniel, you, you labelled this in one word, embarrassing. Uh, the commentators <laughs> have questioned if it is a season-defining loss. How do you see it? This is this is pretty poor. I guess there's that aspect of they lose a man for a, a sending off and there's a, an aspect that you, you automatically going to win the game. So maybe there's a little bit of a switch off and oh, we'll catch them in the back end. And then they just galvanised the Sharks, so they came stronger and they started getting some momentum. And then we just fall back into our errors, that one error we make coming out of, uh, again, how many times we dropped the ball after we scored points inside our own half. That ended up being like five sets of six, back to back to back to back to back. I mean, that's just sapping as well. So we were just shooting ourselves in, in the foot. And then we just struggled to kind of get any dominance and momentum. And, and I think the big issue, we've talked about this and, uh, on you, and I'd love to hear about your benchmark for this game. We decided to take Lodge and Fenua Blake off at the same time, mm. and I just don't think Bunty and Penny are capable of holding the middle. We really struggled, and we struggled, and there was about a 20, 25-minute period where we just lost the momentum. And once we were chasing the game, you know, it was all gone. It was actually a good point that you raised there about doing the, uh, the benchmark. Uh, so right in the middle, we've got Labrador temperament, food court butter chicken. <laughs> And we start cooling off a little bit. Chris Gale called Dunedin Southerly. Yeah, 1980s fridge. I think it might have been colder than that. I think we might be popsicle this week. 
Yeah. I wouldn't disagree. I wouldn't disagree. Yeah. With that that rotation, like you say, that we just as soon as we took those two boys off, it was about maybe about eleven minutes to go before the break. You would have thought the coach would you would have known that, you know, the impact without them being on there. It's like and we would have brought them back on sooner. I think the assumption though was that oh yeah that we're down we're down a player sweet you know we might get some easy 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 minutes out of them and you know just tie up the game the sharks are going to play conservative they actually played pretty well I mean the amount of times they were stripping us for numbers yeah I know no mm, yeah but like to to so like well Adam Blair and Monty said we can't solely rely on Lodge and AFB there has to be other forwards that have to step up and if that's not the case then have we got the right forward pack. You take two of the best front rowers who were making the yardage easy for us and obviously creating us creating space out wide for us. Then we take them off and all of a sudden it just drops down and we don't bring them back on until like the game's already gone. So Yeah, for sure. Um Spoonie, you actually raised a good point uh, before we started recording in regards to us trying to exit our own red zone and our struggles to do that, which has been a season long issue. Uh, yeah. and today uh Dallin was the only real guy out of our sort of outside back contingent who was doing those tough carries, uh, whereas teams like Penrith, man, they get so much yardage out of their boys. Could we have made a mistake in going away from the the larger, you know, outside backs and, and going for the more speedy, smaller guys, and, and now we're getting punished for that perhaps? Look, I think one of the things that DWZ brings is speed and effort, and I don't see that in timing. Like he times his runs and – you have to do that because when the Sharkies were rushing us, they're straight off their line up. But by the time the ball's played, Dallin is there ready to receive it and he's flying. And you don't have to be big to do that. And I think you just have to be putting an effort in Pompey. You know, he could be doing that. We, we've got lads that could be putting in more effort and just doing those carries that need to be done. And it doesn't even have to be huge yardage. It can just quick plays of the ball because the Sharkies or your defenders still have to get back on side. And we're just allowing them to get too much time and space to do that. And sometimes when we spread it a little wider, you get outside those first two or three defenders that are rushing. There's the opportunities. And we did that a couple of times. But some of the times when we're trying to do that, the boys just start running sideways instead of spreading it. So, you know, there's a, a number of things. But I think that played such a huge part in the territory because we're jammed in our own half so often and when they're able to take out that those attacking opportunities from us because we're just not up on their line because we're stuck in ours, that was half of our issue, I think. That And the fact that, you know, t- Bud's touched on it before, some of those errors, you add all these little things together, you make a crucial error, you lose that position. You're losing territory because you're not coming off your own line. You're letting them get off their line. Like they were running 50-metre sets after 70 minutes. Mm. And we were struggling to run 40. Our best that I saw in the last bit was 40. And we were doing some that were 20 metres. I'm wondering whether it's fitness as well. Mm. But mm-hmm. effort, fitness, yeah. You make a point about that, Um, our back five. And I think you don't necessarily have to have size. And I know we used to have size back in the day, but you watch that Penrith crop and they take three or four hit-ups in the set. They catch the forwards up at halfway. They kick down and then the forwards just go to work. And they monster the other team, uh, you know. So I think our four pack are having to do all the hitting up, and then also all the defence as well. So we need more out of the back five. What what can we do differently? Like they just keep trying the same thing over and over again. And I I'm hoping that uh, Brownie can 
identify these or do work with the team to make some improvements here because it's absolutely crucial. Eh? Otherwise, we can't be making those mistakes all season. Moneta, you started watching the game in the second half. So frankly, all season long, our second halves have just been awful. And even in the games that we've won, even against Canberra last week, the second half was rubbish, yeah, largely. it was pretty rubbish. Uh, and it's just something that we have really struggled to overcome. What's the deal, man? I remember at the beginning of the season, yeah, there was huge talk about the Warriors. Tohu Harris mentioned that. This is the fittest Warriors team he's uh, seen. And that gave him a bit of confidence. But last few games we've been seeing, they've just been tapering off. And um, the only thing I can think of is fitness, really. It's just like, are they just aren't able to keep up with the pace or, or something like that? You, you see the Sharks, they keep that with 13 <laughs> against them. And they still look like fresh as daisies. That freshness part, though, is we tackle more than the opposition. This week, we made 386 tackles versus 279. So that's it's like 90 tackles more. It just it gases you. You could see it at the end. Like There were just plays where when we're getting gassed like that, the guys can't stick with it. Like Katoa yeah. just drops off. Drops off. The mm. ball comes back on the inside. He just has a mental drop off because he's gassed. And the ball goes to ground. Arcee's gassed. And I mean, I guess some of those guys, they haven't played in big minutes this season. Katoa hasn't. Arcee's, you know, Arcee had a great game last week, but, you know, he hasn't played any football. You know, we're just, we're, we're just not an NRL fit side. When you can't control the game and the game controls you, you do all the defense, you get gassed. You actually get more injuries. The amount of teams that get injuries because you're making more tackles. And then when you have to try find effort, you can't. Yep. I think those tackles have come about from simple errors. So we made like five to something simple errors which have resulted in us. That gives, that gives them the possession back. Yeah, yeah. Go, and yeah. we're making more So tackles. that one error we made in that first half, we made one error yeah. after we scored a try mm. and we were dominant because we obviously they down to 12 men. We didn't see the ball for 10 minutes. Errors, they're critical. They're just going to have such a big impact on your possession. And I think not only did... We lose the territory game, we lost the possession game, and those errors, they dent your confidence. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of the energy as well. Like, we can be fit, but if you feel deflated, and we got a, a bloody hiding from the storm, we then played a rubbish game last week, and then we're down to 11 men and we can't, you know, 12, <laughs> 11 men, we can't get up and get over it. You, you're, you're reminding me all this again. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but it's the yeah. you know for them yeah. this is this is the reality that they're living for the last three weeks yeah not true you're gonna lose you're gonna be out in the field and you know what it's like if you get a try and you get again you get your tail up but if the opposite's happening and it's this repetition of losing faith in your own self you're not going to have that extra effort you're just going to drop off those tackles and it doesn't matter how fit you are and yeah we may be fitter than we've ever been but every other team is coming mm. out fitter than they've probably ever been as well. But yeah. to me, the difference between making a tackle and not making a tackle is also like how you feel. Are you fully committed to this or are you feeling mm. that there's doubt in your mind? And have you had that doubt for now two or three weeks on the field? Mm. You know, you can go out there, have great prep all week, but you come out and you lose that momentum mentally, then that can have the same effect as just not having enough in the tank. I feel like we are, we're at a point where we've got four real effort guys who are particularly missing at the moment. Obviously, you and Aitken played today, but he went off, you know, for the last quarter of the game and, you know, things went to absolute shit from there. Um, but we're also obviously missing uh, old Mr. Cleanup, Josh Curran. 
Marcelo Montoya, who's due back next week, mm. his effort on effort, and oh, Nutsy himself, bloody Chanel <laughs> Harris Tavita. <laughs> oh, Tohu Harris too. He's coming back. Yeah, and forget, Tohu yeah, Harris, yeah, like, don't forget him. Yeah, yeah. The, these these are guys who are just you know they will they'll go through thick and thin. You know they'll mm. they'll they'll keep you alive. They'll keep you in the contest. I'm not trying to blame this on injuries or anything because. Mm overall attitude across the board, whoever is stepping up should be stepping up. But yeah, I, I guess it's, it's an interesting point where we kind of find ourselves where we're, we're missing a few of those key guys and they just provide a lot of intangibles. Um, Daniel, our, our kicking game in general, uh, I don't want to pin this solely on Sean because it's not solely his responsibility. It shouldn't be. We've got some guys in there with good kicking ability between him, Asi, and also Reese. So uh, where is it going so wrong? We're, we've, we're not ending our sets. We're kicking the ball dead. Uh, I saw a good kick in the, early in the first half from Sean where we forced the repeat set. thought, great. Here we go. He's at his old, you know, um, back at his old ground. We're going to start to, you know, put the pressure on them. But from there, just nothing really came of it. Yeah. It didn't seem like they had a, a plan or if the plan they had kind of went out the window. I, I think it's, it's easy to criticise the, the kick that goes dead. That's, you know, his amount of times he kicks balls into the end goal and they're fine. But I think you see the difference is when you've got momentum, you know, forward pack going forward and you can, you've got time, you can run off it, you know, you can dig one in, you're good. Yeah, we just we seem to lack. We're obviously always kicking from deep as well. And I don't think we had a real clear plan. And it was remarked in the game, you know, like play four, we're putting ourselves under pressure to then come back and have a, a play five kick. And you've got a right foot kicker stuck on the right and, you you know, you, you're a charge down uh, candidate as well. So, yeah, just a combination of lack of plan and uh, on the back foot all game. When we're not able to be getting those set restarts you know we, we should be better with the with the kicking and I think that was an area that I noticed you know Heinz was just on the money mm. again we go back to these games on Friday and, and Thursday Reynolds and Clary they just on the money on the button to the meter you know they're really placing them in difficult positions really putting the other, te- other team under pressure it doesn't matter where they're kicking from they're constantly doing the best they can with every kick and I think I struggled to see many at all that game mm. we just watched where I was like oh yeah you know we've they've done the best they could there in a in a challenging situation or even in a optimal position I just struggled to see where we were really icing those moments and when you just hand over possession like that when really you should be forcing a set restart I don't know how many times they made us restart and yeah they the boys at the back were playing conservatively and they're mocking it out because they just wanted to go back to the basics and try and wear Cronulla down. But they were still really good kicks and we just weren't able to replicate that. It just wasn't good enough, really. Uh, Another thing that was not quite on par is the pronunciation of Britain Nakora. Uh, Let's (laughs) do a quick say my name, say my name for this week. Britain. Britain Nakora from the Sharks. Britain, that's fine. Uh, He's got a Māori surname, which is not Nakora. It's actually knee quarter. So knee, like your knee, core, like an apple core, and then roll your R on the ra. You boys are good with knee quarter? Knee quarter. Knee quarter. Britain, knee quarter. Say my name, say my name. Easy peasy. That's how you finish off a set. And let's go to halftime right here on Warriors Anonymous. Bang on time as well. Uh. This is incredible. And we'll be back in a couple of moments with some more 
I don't know what we're coming up with, but we'll come up with some more, some more stuff. Oh, <laughs> Catch you painful. in. Painful. <laughs> we'll Catch you in a minute. <laughs> And welcome back to this joyous, joyous podcast. <laughs> uh, during the uh, halftime chat, I actually decided that I would mark the Warriors down one extra scale on the benchmark because I just recalled an incident of our use of the bench where a Fox commentator had to actually remind the Warriors uh, about their uh, ability to use the bench for players taken out of the game for HIA foul play, I think it was. So we knew when Aiken was hit high, uh, we were given a free interchange, which we were clearly unaware <laughs> that we even were able to use um, because, yeah, eventually Bailey Serenin came on as the uh, the 18th man. So, so we were sitting uh, at the uh, popsicle level of cold, and I'm dropping that down one extra notch, down to hypothermia. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, unlucky guys, but uh, that's the <laughs> that's the way the cookie crumbles. So, <laughs> on to brighter topics. We've got Buddha's NRL rap. So, bro, tear us up some. NRL rap. Was that round nine? Uh, Shit, round nine. And after giving. Uh, Broncos fan, it's a bit of a spray about how shit they've been. <laughs> they get up big time. They get up big time. So Reynolds has the uh, the chance to go home and, and beat his team. How did we see that one, boys? Anyone watch that one? I only saw the highlights, but that Cobo trial was something else, man. Mm. Oof. I thought it was a pretty good performance from the Bronx, eh? especially considering that Haas out. I was thinking that might have been enough just to – Seal them uh, a loss in that one, but their forwards stepped up big time. Eh? It's quite impressive, and it just sort of shows sometimes having that star player. And I think it happened with uh, RTS at times uh, where they just, you know, you can rely on that star player too much and just take your foot off. But the boys really stood up, the forwards, and I think they uh, they dominated. Eh? Was Kerrigan back? He was, and was he did pretty well. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, I chose I not to add him back into my fantasy team, so I'm kind of ruining that decision. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think I think Reynolds really showed his class. So eh? he was he was good. Yeah, he was good. And uh, yeah, another time we uh, will face a team that comes off a poor loss. <laughs> We've I think it's 95 percent of the times of the teams we play tend to do that. But that's right. The bunnies are not the bunnies of old. Uh, Raiders dogs not the best game of football to watch ever. I don't know if you saw it, boys, but Stick finally gets a win. They uh, were slightly better. The dogs actually were in it in the game for ages. And I felt, you know, Trent Barrett down at Canberra must have been at four degrees and he looked like he was sunbathing in Hawaii. <laughs> that He's a beautiful man. but uh, Is that bronzer he puts on every day, man? Yeah, he was not happy um, about the performance. And, yeah, they're in the category of us, I guess, not really putting the best performances out there, but... Um, the showpiece of, of game to watch. Well, I keep saying that every week. It seems to be a good game. But that Eels-Panthers game, how good, boys? How good mm. was that? That was very good. Just the the skill, the intensity, and just, yeah, the, the overall kind of attitude. Uh, that uh, that Dylan Brown try. <laughs> how funny was that when he yeah. gets the bounce and thinks he's clear and is like, you know, almost kind of boasting a little bit. And he looks up and sees Brian <laughs> Tall right there and he's like, oh. <laughs> so there was a face because he looked up and saw a player there and it was an added extra facials because he saw Tall. <laughs> and like, shit, this guy, could, this guy could break me. 
<laughs> it's funny. There's, a, there's memes going around in our rail roads. But but hats off to the Eels, eh? Like they obviously mm. were poor last week against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are a good side. But they're the team that can beat the top two. Mm. They've beaten the top two already. So oh, a cracking game of football. Yeah, and uh, Nathan Cleary could have iced the game, or could have at least gotten to Golden Point. Just couldn't couldn't get it over. Um, For me, what was uh, what was impressive with the Eels was that they looked like they were getting a, a little dominated through the middle, and we were talking a little earlier about how good their backs are off their off their own try line, and they were really making meters. And the Eels looked like they were really struggling, but they held in there, and I and it really showed a lot of character for them to do that, and not only hold. But then come out and get the W. It was uh, it was quite impressive. Big result, eh? Um, mm. And then, uh, unfortunately, the Tigers uh, slumped to another loss. Um, Burbo, who saw Burbo come having a fantastic game? I've been waiting for him to, you know, get a, a shot. Yeah, uh, but I'm actually a bit disappointed by the um, the nickname Burbo. Not a fan. Yeah, I think it should be Bebo. <laughs> Remember Bevo? Bevo. <laughs> the original. The original. The OG. The original face. Sorry to slow you up there, bro. Nah, it's all good, bro. All good. But Travojevic 3, eh? Jeez. Um, I'm just gutted that I didn't have the opportunity to chuck him in my team. I think he was like a 230k player and he was, would have scored big time, eh? Cha-cha-ching-ching. That ching. would have been spicy. Oh. He did real well. Yeah. Uh, so, um, and then on to the Chooks. Chooks get the dub, clinical. The Titans looking as good as us at the moment. Um, <laughs> geez, they're not great, are they? That's some yeah, that's low praise. <laughs> that is not good. And you always get to need a reaction from a good team like that, eh? But yeah, they, they were competitive for a bit, eh? They can play well for half a game of footy, play real well. Uh, and But like us sometimes, just struggle <laughs> to make it 80 minutes of football. Yeah, and uh, Sam Lossoni is... Going to count as lucky stars. He's in my fantasy team too, but he gets off the nudie run for a kick, for a rebound, ricochet into his hands and just falls over the line. So, but um, <laughs> and it's a big semi. Take, um, it, take it. Take it. Take it. Really, really, really feeling for the Knights. They're in all sorts. So, I mean, they had a good first 40 against the Cows. And I thought, oh, maybe the Cows aren't as good as fourth place suggests. But man, they just came out. Great guns in the second half as well. Peter Herku, why, 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 why do we let you go? <laughs> so mean, man. Peter Herku, miss him already. Toddy knew, eh? Oh. He knew. Fucking Toddy. Should have had like yeah. a Toddy knew. Can't steal players clause. Toddy knew. <laughs> yeah. knew it. Eh? The start of the season, I was thinking, oh, maybe the cow. You know, maybe it was good that he moved on, but he's doing. Great things for the Cowboys, eh? So far, at least. I was hoping that's how the Warriors were going to go, just, you know, strength to strength. But unfortunately, not yet. Yeah. And my man, Ruben Cotter, I think he made 250 tackles. He is. <laughs> Jeez. He looks like a little. He's like a little badger, eh? He's just in there. He is in There's there. Talk of, talk of him being uh, an origin call up, possibly. Yeah. yeah. And that Jeremiah and I. Oh, class, man. Yeah. Some and Keelum Luki as well. Mm. Yeah. They're a good team. They've they got, got some guns too, in right? that Ford pack, man. Yeah, yeah. They're fast becoming my uh, third favourite team. <laughs> 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 
Uh, I wonder it, how long this list is going to end up by the end of the season. Fifteen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And last but not least, Storm Unstoppable, far out. So Pappy plays what six fifty six minutes or something. Scored fifty nine points in fantasy, <laughs> and I was like, get him back out there. I need him. Yeah. But anyway, he was. They were just, they were just red hot. I don't know. And you banged his banged his knee in yes. the first half and then sort of just kind of kept hobbling around and was still able to score tries and create havoc. I was like, holy <laughs> hell. Oh, yeah. All right. The, the Dragons were solid, I thought, in the first, you know, they didn't do a lot mm. wrong, eh? But just that, like, you got a guy like Nick Meany can go from the Bulldogs, play wing, mm. and score a 70 meter try today. Just cover that. So, yeah. I think for me, definitely the best team going around, obviously, Storm, with the Panthers, Panthers losing the weekend. So, just a question: Have you got a um, a rock solid sixteenth favorite team at all? <laughs> yeah, the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shout out to Greg Dyer. I know this. Uh, fucking Greg Dyer, the Broncos. Eh? <laughs> fucking Broncos. Eh? Jeez. Nah, hey, nah. I'll give credit. Credit. You know, playing well. Playing well. So you know, fucking Broncos. But we still beat you. How did that happen? Anyways. Uh. Anyways, that's the rap. <laughs> nice rap, bro. Nice rap indeed. Um, we're going to use that to jump into a bit of a uh, an expense account, making the debut this week. Spoonie Wood coming Cha-ching. in hot with the uh, this week's edition of the expense account. There we go. What do you got, bro? Hopefully got the money for us next week. So... Apparently the Warriors have won 75% of their games at Suncorp Stadium against opposition other than the Broncos. Ooh, okay. So that's uh, uh, the Rabbits. We're going to win. Yes, we'll take it. So Rabbits have won 11 out of the last 12 games between the teams, but the Warriors have one more victory over them throughout the history. So they're on a bit of a run. Going to lose. <laughs> So Cody Walker's also scored nine tries in his eight games versus the Warriors, which is the most he's scored against any side of the comp, but he's playing pants at the moment, so we should be okay there. Also, is there any male, uh, him having a little scrappy tussles uh, with his his brother in the hotel foyer a couple of weeks ago, and if it's true to form, if they they give um, Payne Haas a week... Mm -hmm. And Albert Kelly, the grub. They should give uh, Cody Walker a week. We'll need it. That's right. Actually, just give yeah. them 10 players. We'll need 10 players to play against next week. We can't get the job done against 11. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's still raw, Seven. isn't it? It's still raw. Oh, it's, good one. <laughs> it's raw. It's okay, bro. It's Let, it out, Let it out, man. Let it out. Let it out. It's a good one. That's us. The weekly expense account wrap. Sorry, we're very, very well done, and uh, and thank you to uh, Greg Spence as well thank for uh, for yeah, providing thanks, the gold nuggets of uh, of all sorts of things that are conflicting as to whether we're going to win or lose next week. <laughs> it kind of pushed the West lose. Seventy five percent at Suncorp against any opposition other than Broncos. The rabbits haven't been going so well this year. Absolutely. Nah. And speaking of rabbitos. They're not an animal, as we mentioned in uh, episode one of <laughs> our very first episode. <laughs> Rabbitos are not an animal, if anyone's tuning no, no, in for the no. first time. A rabbito is a person who sells dead rabbits. <laughs> and that's uh, what we're going to be playing against. But, Jed, uh, what do you call a man with 50 rabbits up his ass? 
Warren. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Dad yeah, joke. Oh, boy. I have to mention it every time we play the rabbits. Uh, <laughs> Absolute class. Oh, oh boy. Uh, let's have a little look see at our game against the rabbit host, not an animal. Uh, it's also the magic round. Ooh, everyone get excited because. Well, none of us are going, so... It's a magic stick. <laughs> it is kind of magic. Uh, both teams uh, between us and the uh, the bunnies are going to need a bit of a bounce back after what we've experienced this week. So, uh, Moneda, what are our keys to victory this week? I think there's going to be a tough look-in-the-mirror session for the team this week. So there's going to be some full accountability and realisations of the tough stuff in the team this week. but um. Hopefully they'll just go back to basics and, and just minimising those errors and to kind of, you know, Daniel's point, right, um, those extra tackles that we're making uh, are costing us in regards to kind of, you know, keeping up with the game. So I'm hoping we can minimise just, you know, completing those sets and uh, maybe they could you know, get us across the game. And like the Rabbitohs haven't been playing that well, so... We are in with a chance, but I'm just a bit scared, you know, just because of the fact that we seem to be the team that kickstarts <laughs> other teams into, you know, <laughs> winning succession. <laughs> so, you know, and um, maybe this is the rock bottom game that we need to build ourselves back up. We've hit rock bottom. I'd, yeah. be, I'd be very happy to so. take that at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is rock bottom. I, I saw Lodge after this and he couldn't even talk yeah. in, the, in the interview. He was like, we played shit and we deserve it. Yeah. So hopefully so. I wonder if they got to a point where maybe there's not a lot to lose now. Like they've had three really average performances mm. that they know. Does, in a way, some pressure come off? It's like, let's just go out there and play footy rather than putting themselves under too much pressure. It's like, to a degree, it can't get a lot worse than how they've been over the last three weeks in a way. And mm. hopefully a little bit of pressure comes off and they can just go out and start playing the footy they know they can yeah. play. Yeah, I think there's too much pressure on the outcome, you know, and then the way they're playing and they're trying to get the outcome right. And we all know it's not about the outcome, it's about the process and all the bits and pieces. You do the jobs here and then it works yeah. out there as well rather than, you know, that's, you, yeah. you start getting caught into, oh, we need to win, stay, keep pace at the top eight. And don't think about that, man. Yeah. Like, fucking tackle and run mm. and pass. I agree. 100% that the opposition yeah. have 14 players on the field, regardless of the situation. <laughs> now, in terms of our troops, uh, we've got Ewan Aitken, who will be on concussion protocol. Here's hoping he comes right. We've also got uh, my, my guy, Monty Montoya, coming back. Uh, or due to come back from uh, his suspension. So I'm, I'm excited to see him back. But um, but uh, what do you think in terms of personnel for next week? Uh, could there be any sort of just, you know, droppings? Yeah, we're in such a tight situation with our with the people that aren't available, right? So and I think he, Brownie's talked about that previously. You know, you can't just drop someone who you're going to bring in as well. But Montoya, he owes a lot. What he's done is put his side and some serious pressure as well. So you'd think he'd come back and want to get around the boys. And, and I think we, you know, we talked about it. He's someone who can actually get the set started and he's got a bit of steel, right? So he'll be a good inclusion. And just be interested to see if uh, if Tohu is, is ready to come back. You know, he's not going to obviously come back in and play 80 minutes and be ready to go. But like like Wade Graham's been playing for the Sharks, second favourite team. Um, <laughs> maybe he can come in and, and, you know, give a good 20 minutes, 30 minutes and, 
just bring that extra bit of leadership and control and what we're missing when we're getting frantic as well. So not not many drops because we're, we're struggling on numbers. But yeah, I guess we just need to um, yeah dust ourselves off, eh? And um, we've got a chance. I mean, we've got a chance against this, the rabbits. They aren't they aren't in form. The more we talk about the uh, second favorite team and also the uh, earlier mentioned sixteenth favorite team, the more I'm interested as to what your overall table looks like in terms of your your power rankings. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll bust out <laughs> power rankings. Buddhist power rankings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm looking forward to this now. Spoonie, uh, second halves, bro. Uh, how can we? you know, for lack of a better term, just arrest the bleeding that, that we've been suffering. I f- had a feeling earlier in the season that although we weren't playing 80, it felt like we were getting closer to being able to do that. And I don't know what's happened more recently, but it's just going to happen at some point where things will just gel and start clicking for the boys. And I think it just needs to be simple footy. Uh, I think they need to rid some of those errors and hopefully with the likes of Montoya being able to bring a little bit more effort, Tohu, uh, when we get Curran back. So in terms of next week, I'm hoping it just comes back to that. <laughs> they've got nothing to lose. Let's just go out and play footy, put some real effort in there because they owe it to everyone really, you know, to the fans, to themselves, to each other. Because yeah. it feels like they've got a good culture brewing there and I hope that something can just click and they can front up for each other and, and play the full 80 because it's they have to do it. There's there's no option in this uh, in this game. No, that's fair, bro. Uh, apparently the weather forecast is actually not looking too flash for the uh, the Magic Rounds, so that could well play a role in terms of, you know, how the style of play we are able to put in uh, and also what kind of conditions we're going to be facing. Um, monitor, bottom line, bro, what do you want to see from our side? A better performance is the obvious, but a um, bit of commitment, bit of organisation, bit of management, as cheesy as it sounds, just a bit of heart behind, you know, what they're doing. I'm just hoping that they can somehow this week go through that honesty process in terms of reflecting on their past three performance and I kind of see this game as the rock bottom and so hopefully this is, you know, things can only go up. He's hoping that they can get past the Rabbitohs. I'm hoping this is the kind of kick in the guts that will get them up and running. They're starting with the man in the mirror, is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Gonna make a change. <laughs> For once in our goddamn <laughs> lives. Come on. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, no. No, that's that's uh yeah that's all very very optimistic, bro. I, I like it, um, and I'm on board with it. In terms of we've got a little fun little game going on currently with our Warriors Anonymous Fantasy League. So uh, making his debut tonight, Spony, mate. We've been working you bloody hard for your debut. Shit, you've been doing a lot of tough carries. Oh, I'm loving it, mate. Um, getting us out of getting us out of trouble. You're doing well. <laughs> Rest of us boys just kind of sitting back. <laughs> Had some uh, some big shoes to fill. With, uh, Isaac not being here. Metaphorical shoes, not actual shoes. I think the shoe's pretty small. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just hope mate, he's, uh, yeah. I just hope he's pacing himself at the moment. To be honest. I take you to the candy shop. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you were talking yeah, about uh, fantasy, so yeah. In a sense, it's uh, it is Valentine's yeah. Day for, uh, for Mr. Isaac Sauce. Um, <laughs> let's yeah, let's, let's have a look at a bit of 
Sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. Um, bro, uh, Spoonie, what do you got for us, bro? <laughs> so sitting at the top of the table, I think unbeaten, if I just uh, double-check it, is uh, Scone Louts and maybe possibly also FLX uh, Warriors. I just have to, yeah, they're both uh, top of the table, closely followed by uh, the Raiders Wannabes, who I can uh, oh. quite happily say that I beat today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this round, it, it was certainly oh. certainly helped by a 264 score by Nico Hines because I captained him and he just went off today. Uh, so Mate, sorry about that, Chris. That's, that's a stroke of genius. Yeah, it's just <laughs> insane. Uh, but, yeah, we had a, a lot of close games this round. There are a couple of uh, top eight clashes and a, and a couple of others. Um, How did you go in the end, uh, Buds? I got the dub, mate. Yeah, yeah. Is that a, was, is that an official streak? Yeah, I'm streaking. Just three, <laughs> it's free, bro. And without Payne Haas, had to put Payne Haas back into into the emergencies wow. as well. And so, also Cleary was did, subpar as well. Yeah, up against um, I had a, I was up against uh, what the matter eels, um, but uh, yeah, Teague Teague uh, Wilton, um, the Teague Wilton. Yeah, he was. 82 today. Oh, and I'm, I'm a bit like the Warriors, eh? I kind of kick-started your uh, winning. Uh, <laughs> it was close. Like, it was so close. I actually think yeah. Buddha's team is yeah. uh, the fantasy equivalent of the Broncos. Yeah. You're on a three in a row. No, nah, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the Warriors. Just like, you know. do you that? So I'll, take, I'll take the dub. I'll take the dub. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, and there are a couple of other big scores, a couple of players who, who whopped out some big ones, or Teddy and Papali'i and Burton, Grant, Munster, all in the 80s. So some uh, some good performances from some guns there. And, uh, yeah, especially Burton, whoever has owned Burton, he hasn't been doing terribly well, but uh, he's got a good run of games coming up and I think there'll be a few people eyeing him up. All right, might buy him. <laughs> buying low, bro. Yeah, I think yeah. it could be a good buy. Yeah, he has had two two weeks of uh, good games, so his price will be up a bit, but I don't think it'll it'll be much lower than what it is now. Spoonie, did you score a thousand and forty-one uh, points? I did, mate. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, Jesus! Yeah. Oh my gosh! I'm, I'm on a. I think my first six games, I was like three and three or something like that. Two wins, three losses, but I've won the last five. I'm still filthy about yeah. the one against me. Oh, yeah, Bloody was... Fanukin. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got. <laughs> and you didn't have them Clary too. That was. Yeah. That <laughs> was great. Oh. Maybe I'm the Warriors of this. Uh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, got a couple of little tips for those who are out there actively on the on the fantasy. So saving trades is going to be important as you go forward. If you've got less than 20 trades at this point, you're going you're gonna to be a little bit worried. So, Jed, <laughs> you look you look worried. Mate. I've got less than 20 already. We're going to have a look. I can see by those oh. reactions you boys oh, might be in trouble. <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm in deep trouble. This is my debut season, remember? I'm, I'm not the Dolphins. This, I've got 21. Oh, that's good. Ooh. That's good. Anything over 20 mm. at the moment is good. But what you do get is you get the ability to trade four guys come round 13. So if you've got, say, 18 or 20 trades now, you could burn them all in five weeks and then be stuffed until round 19. So you're going to get injuries, you're going to get uh, suspensions if you're Jazz Tavanga and a few other guys. But, um, yeah, saving trades can be important. But the other thing that you don't want to do is have too many red dots each week. So if you've got guys sitting in there through injury or through 
long suspensions if you carried Mitch Barnett or someone shocking like that. Uh, you want to get them out if they're sitting around there too long, but you also want to be trading them for guys that are making money so that uh, later in the season you've got some extra cash to pick up someone who's maybe dropped down a bit. Like I reckon soon well, Brandon Smith will be a pickup over Origin because he's dropped right down, hardly playing any minutes, not getting very good scores. As soon as he gets the hooker role for the Storm, he's going to be barnstorming probably getting 80s as well. So you want to be looking for things like that, cash out when you you guys are topped out, uh, but also be getting rid of those red dots. So the Brandon Smith get of, extra, extra bonus points or to get negative five for his haircut? Oh, I didn't, didn't see his haircut. He looks like uh, Bruce Willis in the jackal. Eh? It's, uh, he's, got a blonde, he's got a blonde top. It is oh. horrific. <laughs> What's the rule? What's the rule? It's disgusting. Maldives don't, don't dye your hair. <laughs> don't dye your hair blonde. Especially don't do it yourself. <laughs> you learned that at a very young age, didn't you? He did. He did. Yeah, Sunday wasn't good. Oh, but the Melbourne, the Melbourne Storm are known for their uh, for their quality haircuts, aren't they? Yes, they are. They can do they want on top of the table. Munsters, yeah, when you're that good, you look good. No four, matter four favorite what team. you're doing. <laughs> four favorite. <laughs> I look forward to seeing these power rankings. Uh, so yeah, that's the uh, sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. Oh, I, and he sang it in tune as well. <laughs> can I can I just say can I just say like uh, that's a lot better, a lot more professional than what what normally gets served up by Mister Sauce. Tell you what, Isaac Sauce got like, his oh, bloody work cut out to get back oh, on the podcast. Man, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot oh, fantasy. No. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> he doesn't oh, want mate, to give any tips came away. To play. He doesn't want to give any tips no. away. He's, he's trying oh. to hold on to his position. Fair That's enough. right. Fair enough. Yeah, but he's he's dropped down to eighth actually in the ladder. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, just in the NRL, that uh, we started the week in eleventh place, and somehow we're now up to tenth. I kid you not. This is the official table I'm looking at. Maybe we've we, gone up a place. Maybe someone else got a hiding. Dragon's got a hiding. I guess. Drag's got yeah. Drag's got eaten. So um, sweet. We're yeah. up. So we're we're better off than we were heading into the week in a sense. But it, it also tells you. There's a clear distinction between the top teams and the bad teams, you know, like all oh, the mediocre teams, like the Eels, Sharks, and Storm, and the Cowboys, and there's just a cut above. The it's not as severe as it has been because I think there's been so many more upsets more recently. Yeah. You know, the, you think about it, the Tigers have yeah, yeah, the no, Tigers taken some scalps. No, good point. Yeah, as well. Big time. Mm. Yeah, and, and technically you could say we have with the Cowboys, but I, let's be honest, I think the Cowboys are still the pretenders, aren't they? Ooh. And with the Broncos. Yeah. Which favourite team? Words. Were they? Aren't they your second? Oh, no, third. No, the, the cows. Yeah. Just, I thought they were your second favourite team. No, the cows third. are sort of mid pack. I like the cows, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but let's be honest, they're not a top four side, are they? <laughs> yeah, we can't they, be bagging too many teams. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. course we can. <laughs> we're Warriors Anonymous. Not, not when they're winning. Not when we were playing the way we are. We can dust the faders and a few others. Faders? Yeah, they're definitely, faders are definitely in my bottom, they're my 15. Oh, wow. Okay. We should uh, rename the the, the the faders in the Bronx. The Titans. The Titanics. (laughs) (laughs) The Titans. You said one minute ago, you said don't, 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 don't blame these teams. And then now you're throwing shade. Shit. Love it. The Titanics. That's great. The debuts to remember. This has been awesome. You know what? I needed this, boys, (laughs) uh, after a shocking loss. (laughs) The support group. 
Yeah. yeah, it's a support group yeah. that we all needed. That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope everyone who has been uh, tuning in has enjoyed this little episode, and I hope you feel just a little bit better. <laughs> Season one, episode one of Sharks Anonymous. <laughs> Dude. Oh Anonymous. yeah, we're gonna be dolphins. We'll change the, Ooh, the fins. Fins up. <laughs> fins up. <laughs> right, boys. Quick round the room. Let's go. Winning team and margin. Start with you, Moneta. My brain is telling me. And I'm going to get a bit of hate on this. Rabbitohs 1 to 12, but my heart's telling me Warriors. Ooh. So, yeah, my brain's oh, telling there's me. There's a fox in Rabbitohs. the hen house. Okay. <laughs> I'm being honest now. I'm being honest. And you, Buddha? <laughs> um, we are going to win. We are going to bounce back. Captain's going to turn up, I think. I think he's sneaking suspicion he might get called in. And it's magic round. And it's half sold out to the Warriors fans, I reckon. So, yeah, we're up. We need a big. We need a. We need a reaction. We've been waiting for three yeah. weeks. They'll be out in force, that's for sure. And our debut boy, Spoonie, who you got, bro? Just before I say who I've got, I've been listening to this pod for a wee while now, and every <laughs> single week, without fail, you guys pick the Warriors. But Mineta, <laughs> yeah. I'm he must be at rock bottom, bro. He's like a, a jilted <laughs> lover. Like he's been bottomed out. I, I, I'm going. My my brain's telling me this is the. Confidence shift that we need. We need to be going positive. I got the Warriors by six. Warriors by six. Nice. You know, and I, I hope I'm wrong. That's that's what I'm. We will hope you're wrong. Well, mate, I can't. I can't have another <laughs> week of this. I hope you. I hope I'm wrong, and you, yeah. and you give me a good spanking next week. Hopes and prayers that's for everyone yeah. that is supporting yeah. the Warriors. My kids don't need to be yelled at anymore. <laughs> after that, I'm only kidding. Boys, we're gonna bounce on out of here. Jared, great, uh, great debut today, bro. Yeah, yeah, you, you nailed it. Um, and yeah, boys, let's yeah, let's get on out of here. My name is Jared Cronin. This has been Warriors Anonymous. We've gone way over time. We'll catch you next week. Go, 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 go the Warriors. Go the Warriors, even though I beat against them. <laughs>